0: Welcome to the Scottish Rugby Podcast, um, we're back, there's not, there's no actual rugby to talk about so to speak, but what we're going to be doing over the next few weeks is putting together some um, kind of special, slightly alternative podcasts, um, we would ask you for your ideas but to be honest your ideas are rubbish because everybody hates my jingles, so we're going to come up with our own ideas. I mean, anybody that, that's uh, out there crowdsourcing ideas uh, just has no lacks imagination, in my opinion. Uh, so, what we're going to do this week, we're going to have a game of game shows. So, I've got three very well, I've got two very special guests with me uh, to take part in this, and we've got Ian who so will come on to the it moment. <laughs> I, I, it's not that you're not special, Ian, it's just you're here most weeks, that's all. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right. All right. <laughs> so, Joining us this evening as contestants, we've got Bruce Aitchison, social media raconteur, stadium announcer and famed speaker. Bruce is from Gala Shields, where anyone with a phone newer than a Nokia 5210 is burned as a witch. I believe that's true, Bruce, is it?
1: No, it's an absolute lie. I'm not from Gala, I'm from Stowe. Come
0: on, <laughs> Come on. What do they do to people with mobile phones in Stout? it's that we don't need mobile phones we, we communicate face to face Okay. not many of us it's, it's <laughs> not <laughs> anymore you don't <laughs> um, also joining us uh, is Rona Sweeting moderator for the Scottish Rugby Forum on Facebook, like Santa Claus Rona keeps a spreadsheet of everyone who's been bad and good on the forum but instead of presents, anyone who's displeased there will be first against the wall come the revolution how's Alice getting on Rona? <laughs>
2: Uh, it's marvelous, but just to correct you slightly, there rather than against the wall, we're going to line them up one in front of the other, so as not to you know waste too many bullets.
0: That's fair just enough. Straight
2: straight down the line.
0: I nice, is, good is efficiency. That's what I like to see. Uh, and then also, and I'll, I've I've got a game show introduction for you as well, Ian. Uh, we've got Ian Hay, rugby journalist, regular contributor to the blog and the podcast and the offside line. Ian hails from Glasgow and like the rest of the population, his life expectancy has skyrocketed as a result of the lockdown due to the lack of fast food and hard drugs.
3: <laughs> well, uh, that's um, only half true. Uh, I've been getting, <laughs> I getting—I had discount codes to use, so I've had a few takeaways and I've been asking for extra napkins just in case.
0: was very wise. Um, I thought you were going to say you had discount code for the drugs.
3: <laughs> no, no, we've not got to that stage yet. Um, so, somewhere did I actually send plastic forks as well, so if it gets to real emergency times, it's going to be a bit three seashells. <laughs> I'll see what I can do with them. But hopefully, um, it won't come to that.
0: No, no, hopefully not. Um, what we're going to do tonight? I've got different rounds themed around classic game shows, um, the, and I've got I've got all the theme tunes lined up. I'm guessing everybody's far too busy to actually sue me. Uh, for the rights to these, so we're going to go ahead and use them. So, the first one we're going to do this evening is this.
2: Here we go, TV's biggest game show. It's Bruce's Price is Right.
0: Yes, it's the, well, I'm calling it the Alley Price is Right. Uh, on this oh nice, um, because that, that, that's how I came up with this I came up with a pun and then built, built a whole uh, <laughs> idea of a podcast around it which is which is how we do things um, I'm going to do things alphabetically um, I should just say as well because um, I hate in quiz shows I hate it when they ask people about their lives um, I like Only Connect because there's none of that kind of forced banter between people uh, however my mum is a big fan of it so at some point during this I will ask you all questions about your lives and expect some sort of answers because that's what you do in quiz shows you have to find out about people. Um, but we'll go straight into the first round. Um, I'm doing it alphabetically because that makes uh, just It's it, the way I've written it in my notebook. It seems the fairest way to do it. So the alley price is right. Um, Bruce, you, we've, you've got three sets of items for you first. And all you have to do is tell me to the, uh, we'll say, t- to the nearest pound, Uh or nearest £10, in fact, make it easier, to nearest nearest £10 for some items, nearest pound I'll tell you for other items. So, your first item, Bruce, to the nearest £10, how much is it for a rugby ball signed by Ali Price?
1: Oh, well, what kind of rugby ball is it? Is it a Warriors ball or a Scotland ball? It's a
0: Gilbert ball with the Scotland uh, logo on it. Uh, signed by Ali Price
1: that's got to be worth 120 quid
0: ooh not within 10 pounds of that anybody else want to have a go a guess for half a point I was going to think they'd use quite a cheap
3: ball so I'd I'd go with 80 pounds
0: oh no Rona
2: oh now he is small but fierce so I'm going to go for
0: 150.
1: No, 99.99. Oh, <sighs> should have gone for ninety. Who's paying 99.99 in
2: an auction? <laughs> that's
0: it's, nonsense. It's but... not even an auction. There was 20% off it as well.
2: Oh, that's
1: oh, that's harsh. is that because the signature brought the price down? <laughs> I'm assuming. <so>. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Ah, but see, now, without the 20% off, Bruce would have been accurate, though.
0: He would have been, yeah, but unfortunately, the 20% off, I'm assuming, Thanks, I'm assuming they need to shift them.
3: Uh, well, I feel, I feel like you need to, um, you know, price as of when. Is this, you know, what if...
0: This is as of today. <laughs> okay. You know, he's, he's he's all there's got to be prices. rules
3: on a quiz. There's got to be rules on a quiz. Come on. The, well, I'm, <laughs> I'm
0: making them up as I go along. This, uh, Ian, you've done this podcast long enough to know how I work. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes, yes, I do.
0: Um, Bruce your second item this is to the nearest I want, I want the nearest pound with this one um, obviously it clearly closed at the moment but based on information on the caravan and camping website how much does it cost to camp at Langham Rugby Club
1: oh that is close to priceless is it you get is it Sevens access Weekend to? though is it Sevens Weekend that's not that's Sevens crucial. Weekend no just
0: just on a normal a normal kind of a normal weekday, let's say, camping at Langham Road. You get full use of the showers. Mum and dad have been there. This my dad speaks very highly of it. Full that's use of the showers to and the and be, the
1: that's gotta be within a pound.
0: Within a pound, this one.
1: That's got to be twenty-four pounds.
0: Oof no. Rona and Ian, chance to steal you. <laughs>
3: um I, I, for, how, was it one night you said? One
0: night, one night. According the Caravan and Camping website.
3: Oh 32 pounds.
0: No. Rona, do you have a go?
2: Oh no. Full access to facilities, you see?
0: Uh, yes. Well well, it's the changing room showers, so I wouldn't call them facilities. <laughs> We're probably talking a hose and a trough. Does, does
2: does it have a massage table from 1973
0: in it? I don't I don't I don't I don't know. Blaster, I don't know I don't blaster. know if that's available to campers.
2: <laughs> okay, I'm going to go for uh, £15. £8? Pounds. Pounds. Oh, oh, absolute
0: goodness. bargain, the Langham Rosa Club. I don't know if those pri- those prices are accurate according to the Caravan and Camping website. Uh, Bruce, your final item is an official Scottish rugby Harris tweed bunnet.
1: Oh, Harris tweed is not I'll give you within, a
0: f- within £5, pounds, this one that's got to be 45 pounds 98 Ooh. that's very that's very close but you're outside of fiver on it so I'm not going to hand it over because it's so close oh. 52 pounds ah. for a hat look, for a for a bonnet
2: that that that's a bloody expensive bonnet
0: how so much, much it? was it £52? 52 pounds 52 pounds
1: and what was my guess? Did you say forty-five ninety I think we need to rewind the tape. I thought
3: I said forty seven. Forty seven. I thought you said forty six to be honest. So you can <laughs> five, five, five pounds and two pence out. Um,
0: uh, to uh, you know, Bruce, I'll give I, you a, still... I'll give you a point you were close for that and I and I can't be bothered yeah. going and, and I'll only get letters if I'm wrong. Well, um
3: did <laughs> do they still soak tweeds in urine? Is that still done? Otherwise, you're just wearing a hat made that's so
1: soaked in someone else's piss. For when you pounds. have the queue for the toilets at Murrayfield international,
0: that's what you use the button for. <laughs> yes. The so. um, a peaky blinder style cap will cost you sixty two pounds. I don't know whether it's the extra material that costs.
2: Well, if if the, the current toilet paper shortage continues, they will become the new currency. <laughs>
0: Very true. <laughs> you
2: know, look after your urine soaked hats, I
0: suppose. Um. Ian you're uh, you've got three items next. So right. uh, your first item is a signed alley price eight by four photograph.
3: signed photograph
0: eight
3: by four I'm just sorry I'm just
0: this is within I want you within a, I want you within <laughs> right. two pounds of this
3: within two pounds. Uh,
2: signed
0: eight by four 3999. No. Um, Rona, <laughs> I'll go to you next.
2: Uh, I'm I'm gonna be quite harsh here mostly because I was so wildly out with my signed ball prediction and I'm going to say twelve ninety
0: nine. Oh, no. Bruce, you your your guess for the for a signed alley price eight by four photograph.
1: Eight by four feet or eight by four inches? Inches. <laughs> inches. That'd be some that'd be is that bust <laughs>
0: that'd be bust up size. I uh, was going to say eight eight by four inches, rep-
2: that's practically life size. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be uh, nineteen
1: pounds
0: fifty. No, six pounds twenty-seven. Again, discounted, heavily discounted oh. at the moment on eBay. <laughs> That's buy it now price as well. Two ninety-nine postage and packaging. I didn't include that in the price. Uh, Ian, your second item is an official Sru tweed jacket.
3: Oof. <laughs> uh, what size?
0: Uh, it's the same price. Doesn't matter what There's size it is. There's a range of sizes, but it's the same price. Oh,
3: right. Okay. So the hat was the hat was about fifty two. Yeah. Jacket's going to be considerably more. Uh, what, what kind of? What's my my gap here?
0: Uh, I want you within ten pounds.
3: Uh, ten. One eighty five. What? One pound eighty five?
0: No. One hundred
3: eighty
0: five. One hundred eighty five. No. Uh, Rowan up.
2: Oh, heavily um, discounted if it's one <laughs> <laughs> I I reckon uh,
0: one hundred and fifteen. No, Bruce, Bruce, you like your jackets now. I've got high hopes for you. here
1: Yeah, but I don't. You get Harris tweed jackets and TK Maxx, can we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Very true. laughs> uh, a, a Murrayfield Harris tweed jacket.
0: An official SIU Harris tweed jacket. So it's the official SIU Har- Harris tweed. They have a That's... official Harris tweed.
1: That's got to be expensive. That's got to be 320
0: quid. Bruce, I'm going to give you that. 352. That's <laughs> a lot of money.
2: That's... that's a lot of money.
0: And that's the same that's price lot. whether it's a ladies' or a men's jacket. <laughs> Good the way. the waistcoat is £120 that goes with it. I bet I'll say Ian, your last item... Brian Moore presents Pitbull's Punch Ups video on eBay <laughs> within a pound. Video? It's a video, VHS, yeah. VHS. Not Better Signed VHS. It's not signed, no.
3: Signed. All oh, right, no, no, even signed. Uh,
0: within a pound.
3: Is that a collector's item? Um, excluding postage, I assume.
0: Yeah, excluding postage.
3: Yeah, three pounds.
0: No. Rona, do you have a guess at this one?
1: Uh, fiver.
0: No, Bruce. Ninety-nine p. No, eleven pounds twenty-four pence. What? It was for for sale overseas. It was in euros, so I had to convert it. So I think that's where the twenty-four p <laughs> comes in. Um, it was ten pound postage and packaging on it as well, which was unbelievable. Jeez.
2: <laughs> These are undoubtedly the same people who are buying official SRU Harris Tweed jackets.
0: <laughs> That's where they make the money in Brian Moore VHS's
1: <laughs> Brian Moore VHS tape is that for cruel and unusual punishment? Is that like, what, what country is that being sent to? Surely the government need to be looking at their export on that one.
0: Um, I, I think it's just kind of daytime telly in Russia.
1: Do you get a free VHS oh. player with it for eleven pounds twenty?
0: It'd probably be cheaper to buy the VHS player. (laughs) Quite possible. Uh, Rona, your three items then. Um, So the first item is, uh, how much would it cost you to recreate Ali Price's Baywatch Halloween costume from this year? Within a pound.
2: Now, am I right in saying that children's clothes are exempt from that?
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is correct, Jess.
2: <laughs> In that case, I reckon you could probably do it for about a tenner down at Marks and Spencers.
0: No, no, it's the official. It's the official costume I'm looking for. Um, Bruce, a What was he wearing? He was wearing a, a. He was dressed as as a Baywatch lifeguard, and it was a proper. It was an official, semi official kind of proper bought from a shop outfit. It wasn't. He hasn't just stuck a red T shirt and white shorts on. Sixty quid. No. Ian, do you have a go?
3: Um, yeah. See, I bought a sort of semi-official Indiana Jones costume for the Sevens one time, and the, the trousers on it were like, they looked like sort of elasticated Aladdin's pants. So I had to go <laughs> I, I got up early to go to TK Maxx and buy some, like, chinos. Um, and that that was over 20 quid. and I remember just being horrified at how much this piece of crap cost me. Um, so I'm going to say, I assume it's, like, shorts and the plasticky boy thing, buoy they call it, uh, £18. No, 31
0: 99 You've got to be. And there was two versions of it. I had to be absolutely sure it was the right one, so I spent a long time comparing his Instagram to the website because there was one for £20 <laughs> and this one for 31 99 And his had the badges on it, so it's extra money for the badges as opposed to a bog-standard one. Uh, Rona, your next item, uh, a ticket mm. to last year's club dinner at Berwick Rugby Club, which featured me as a guest speaker.
2: Oh, I, I, again, you know, priceless, realistically. But oh, let's think uh, twenty-five pounds fifty.
0: Do you know what? You can have that because I didn't give you an amount to come within. I would have said five pounds. It's twenty pounds. Absolute no. bargain. But
2: not bad. So, there you and go. What a
1: magnificent club dinner those boys have.
0: They do. You've you've yeah, you've spoken at the club dinner, haven't you? Bruce? I did
1: their fiftieth. It was absolutely magic. A Brilliant
0: people. Yeah, a wonderful night. Sadly, sadly postponed. In fact, your this year. brother got an award that night. That was his last season, I think.
1: That's it. They, they gave him the well played and good service and all that kind of thing. He he is a cracking rugby player.
0: Yeah, give it. Sadly, 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 given up now. But um, yeah, he had a, had a final season at Tyndale and did all right. So yeah, but it's a good a good night out if anyone fancies that. It's uh, been postponed this year, but hopefully yeah, they'll get back on at some point in the future. Um, Rona, your last item, and I want you within a pound of this. James right. Haskell's H two Prohydrate, two hundred and fifty milligram tablets. Now I'll tell you what they are. They electrolyse. They, they your water and and help you sweat or not sweat. I couldn't understand it. There was a thing about the science to do with it, but it basically said you're adding some salt to some water. Salt tablets. James Haskell's salt tablets within a <laughs> right, pound. Okay.
2: B- basically magic water. Yes. Right, gotcha. Um,
0: I don't think I'd like to buy James Haskell's magic water, though. <laughs> Something entirely different.
2: Um, oh, God. Uh, right, basically salt tablets, but they come from the House of Haskell. So.
0: Yeah, within a pound.
3: Uh, uh, how many tablets?
0: Why? Uh, oh, this is a 250 milligram pack of tablets, so there's different milligrams of salt that you can get. All
3: right, but I would have I, I thought that's how much salt <laughs> per tablet.
0: This was, I don't know. Ian, that's a lot a bit... of salt. Uh, is like it, is it milligrams eating.
2: or is it
3: to to is to it micrograms? So What's, MG's? Grams,
0: it? What's MG's? What's MG's? Micrograms? Uh,
3: I, don't, I, don't I don't know. It was
0: the one with the green cap. It was the cheapest, <laughs> the cheapest ones on his website. <laughs> uh,
2: like, normal people would just put half a teaspoon of salt in a glass of warm water, but if you're the sort to buy something, you know, with James Haskell's name on it, I am going to say that you're probably the sort of idiot. Who would pay fifteen ninety nine for like a packet of salt and a bit of
0: plastic? No, um, Bruce. Do you have a go? James Haskell's magic salt tablets.
1: I would love to see the history on your Google, cami. <laughs> <laughs> Searching up James Haskell's salt. That is absolutely magic. I
0: had safe search uh, I'm on Bruce. Thirty
1: five quid.
0: No, Ian. Eleven ninety
3: nine.
0: Six ninety nine, an absolute bargain at the moment.
3: Oh, nearly. I okay. nearly said eight ninety nine. Oh.
2: While well, while we're we're talking of um, you know, former rugby players' magic water, has anybody tried Johnny Wilkinson's kombucha?
3: I've tried two of them. Although no, I it's surprisingly nice. I I tried the the cola one. It was on the it was on special at the. See, me and one near each other, so we use the same supermarkets It's quite often. <laughs> <laughs> um, But I, I've noticed that Sainsbury's doesn't stock it anymore. Um, but I, tried I know. The, I tried the raspberry one and the cola one. Um, Cammy are you
1: quiet because you've no idea
3: what
0: they're talking about either No idea, what's a kombucha? <laughs> That's something. That sounds like something I used to get called at school
2: it, It's a weird fermented thing, it's supposed to be good for you
1: It's almost Is, like
3: a tea but you can make a soft drink out of
0: it You're going to get that in Aldi f- <laughs> Is he selling the water from his compost heap? I'm like,
2: possibly Quite possibly um, uh, that, that that is actually in many ways what it tastes like. However, <laughs> I, I I digress. I Apologies.
0: That's fine. If anybody, if anybody, if uh, Johnny Wilkinson wants to send us a case, we have stash corner on the website. We will happily review it. We once, I think, we once reviewed some milk that was endorsed by Joe Marler. <laughs> oh.
3: Marler's milk.
0: Marler's milk. Awesome. Yeah.
3: Had it gone sour.
0: <laughs> so, at the end of that round, the scores are as follows. Uh, we've got Bruce. On two, Ian on zero, and Rona on one. So it's all to play for Hi. as we head into the next round, which is this. <laughs> Yes, it's uh, well. This is play your cards right, but I've taken a leaf out of Kevin Miller's uh, book when he was on our Christmas special and did play your stats right. They really don't make game show themes like they used to do, they? Absolutely magnificent. Um, So we've. I'm gonna. I've got a round for you each. Bruce, you're in the lead, so I'm going to let you choose. You can have either Scotland's all-time records, World Cup, or player heights. What do you want to go with? What, what what set of stats do you want to go with for this?
1: Player heights,
0: please. Player heights. Okay, just let me get these heights up. So I'm going to start you off with Sam Skinner's height and I'll give you the height and then we'll go to the next player. So Sam Skinner, and we'll do it in feet and inches because it's easier. Sam Skinner is six foot five. So Jamie Ritchie, is he higher or lower than six foot five?
1: Jamie Richie's gotta be lower.
0: He's lower. Gotta
1: be lower than six foot five. Yeah, definitely.
0: Six foot four. Well done. So is next That's a lie. There's no way he's six foot four. <laughs> Do you think he's doing his own, own Wikipedia? Yeah.
1: My <laughs> mate Lindsey Graham that played for Dundee, he was in three Scottish Cup finals and in the Scottish Cup final programme for three years in a row he was twenty seven. <laughs> People lie.
0: So, according to well, I've according to Wikipedia, which we know from this podcast is a very reliable source, <laughs> we have no way edited it at all. Um, so, um, Hamish Watson is he higher or lower than six foot four? four. <laughs> lower. He is lower than six foot four. He is lower than six foot four. He is six foot one. i uh, <laughs> so yes. <is. laughs> according uh, according to his that own means Wikipedia, I'm six
1: foot three.
0: Uh, Yeah, we'll we'll come on to the last one on this and why I think it's a lie. Uh, So, Hamish Watson, let's have a look at the next one. So, is is Nick Haining, and we know how accurate Nick Haining's um, (laughs) Wikipedia is, Uh, is Nick Haining higher or lower than Hamish Watson?
1: Uh, Higher, definitely.
0: Higher, yeah, that's right. He's six foot four. Uh, Next one, blast from the past this, and so I've had to go to World Rugby's records for this. John Jeffrey, the Great White Shark, is he higher or lower than six foot four. He's lower than six foot four. He is six foot or six foot all in. Um, last one then to complete the set. John Barkley. Is John Barkley higher or lower than six foot? He's
1: higher than six foot.
0: According to Wikipedia, he is higher than six foot. However, I've walked oh, past yeah, John Barkley, <laughs> and I'm taller than John Barkley, and I'm six one. So is he
3: down at six foot two? Six
0: foot
3: three. Six feet. Right. Oh, come on. Now he's taking the the mic. John. Well, that before. was. i have to say that was a lot. That was easier than Kevin's one.
0: That was easy. Which, John,
3: which John stole from me.
0: Got <laughs> <laughs> uh, that I'm better about that. So Bruce, I'll give you five points for that because you can complete the set. Um, nice. so that takes you on to seven. Uh, Ian. You, um, and actually, Rona, next, because you get the choice, because you're, you're second. I'm going to skip over Ian. So you can either have the Scotland's All-Time Records or World uh, Cups.
2: Um, I think I will go for Scotland's All-Time Records. But before we proceed, can I just say I have just uh, Wikipedia'd Ali Price, talking of player heights. And according to Wikipedia... According to Wikipedia, Ali Price is 5 foot 10. Ali Price is 5 foot 10. <laughs> I was going to say something quite rude there. I'm I'm 5 foot 8, and I have stood next to Ali Price, and he is never 5 foot 10 in a million years. So Wikipedia, sort of. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, my apologies.
0: That's fine. Let's have a look, and I'll just get your quiz up. So this is Scotland's all-time record against... Um, their opponents so I'm going to start you off uh, this is all time um, according to Wikipedia Scotland have scored 1,231 points against England so have they got so against France points for Scotland against France is that higher or lower than 1,231
2: it's got to be higher eh
0: Oh, it's lower.
2: Oh.
0: 1,208. Oh. Mm. No, I've
1: played against That's England a-, a lot more than they've played against France, surely.
0: Um, It is, they've played England 138 times in France 96. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So
3: points per game. Is, mm. Mind you, I suppose in the early games it was like, one point for a try.
0: So. Well, that's. I don't think the. I don't think the list has uh, been updated for that. Yeah. Um, so France one thousand two hundred and eight. Um, let's go with um, Ireland. Scotland's points scored against Ireland is that higher or lower than one thousand two hundred
2: and eight? Um. Well, because as Bruce pointed out, we've got the game variable. The France England stats so. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say I'm going to say
0: higher. Higher, correct. One thousand four hundred forty-three. Uh, next one, Wales. Scotland's points scored against Wales is that higher or lower than one
2: thousand four hundred forty-three? I'm going with simple game theory here and and saying lower.
0: Lower, that one thousand two hundred ninety-four. Oh, so quite significantly oh. lower.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, we're going to move on to some negatives now. So, Scotland's points conceded against France is that higher or lower than the one thousand two hundred ninety-four they've scored against Wales? Points conceded, total points conceded against France.
2: Uh, I'm going. I'm going to say lower.
0: Oh no, higher again. One thousand four hundred eighteen. <sighs>
2: Damn it. Actually,
0: the game theory explanation was going quite well. Yeah, so your last one then is um, we'll go with Ireland as well. So, Mm -hmm. higher or lower, have Scotland conceded more points against Ireland than they have against France overall? So, France was 1,418.
2: Higher or lower? Oh. Higher, go on. Yeah, on. One thousand five hundred ninety-three.
0: Ah! Those and, correct. And, Those correct. So I think you got you got four overall there. So you're on. That brings your total up to five. So so keeping a march on Bruce, uh, Ian. Then your one. Your round. Let's have a look. You have got. You're left with World Cup points. So this the, this is looking at all the World Cups that have beat. Rugby World Cups um, and Scotland's some, the the points at the end of that. So. I'm going to start you off with 1987. Scotland's points four were 138. Was it? Was their points four higher or lower than 138 in the 2003 World Cup?
3: 2003. Uh, who would have been playing it? That was the doldrum kind of years, wasn't it? I'm just trying to think who the opposition might have been.
0: Uh, I can tell you it was a World go... Cup in Australia in 2003. Course, I'm going to go lower. Well, correct. One, uh, 118 points.
3: Uh, even though there's an extra point for a try, but you just want to score on tries.
0: <laughs> um, so, 2003, um, we'll do 2011, was that higher or lower than 118?
3: Again, I'm going to go lower because despite Romania, there was a game against Georgia where we scored he
0: haw points. 73.
3: Yeah.
0: I'm going to change track here slightly for you, Ian. Uh, so points right. against um, in 1995, was that higher or lower than the points for in 2011?
3: Higher than 73.
0: Higher than 73.
3: I think this includes quarter finals as well as group stages. Yeah, yeah. it's
0: total points across all.
3: Oh uh, um points conceded and higher.
0: Higher. Oh just by seventy five. So just really? higher. Hmm. And next one we'll go with so um points conceded in twenty eleven. Is that higher or lower than nineteen
3: ninety five? Higher than seventy five. Lower.
0: Lower, correct, 59. And your last one then to complete the set. 2019, points conceded. Is it higher or lower than 59? I can
3: actually try and figure this out, can I? Uh, it's lower, it's 51, isn't it?
0: Oh, close, 55. Oh. A good, a barnstorming round there, Ian. Good,
3: because I was sitting right at the bottom there. Was on zero. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So after play stats, right, we have got Bruce ahead on seven, Ian on five, and now drawing level with Rona, who's also on five. So very very tight as we go into the next round. It's a very special round. This Uh, it's it's this one. So, yes, um, I'm going to call this Mr. and Mishes, Um <laughs> this round. So what I've done is I've gone to, um, people will know, anyone that reads Rugby World magazine will know that they have a section in there called 30 Minutes where they ask rugby players a lot of random questions. So this is a bit like Mr. and Mrs., but you've got to guess the rugby players' answers. So I am going to start with Bruce Cajor in the lead... Um let's see Gordy Reid Who did Gordy Reed say was the funniest teammate ever?
1: Gotta be chunk.
0: Oh no. Anybody else want to have a guess at this? Gordy Reed's funniest teammate ever? Barks. No, not John Barks. Yeah. Rona, do you have a guess at this?
2: Uh, oh let me think i think um i'm yeah i think i will probably oh i'm gonna say johnny gray it's always the quiet ones eh
0: <laughs> no I've, I've i've you speak of the quiet ones rob <laughs> rob harley
2: i can totally understand that
0: actually said, he's so um, clever I- but funny too and he's ginger
2: I, I have a marvellous, um, if, if time allows, I have a marvellous Where's Doogie Donnelly about oh, Rob Harley. on you go then. Oh, I'll,
0: do you want it just now? Yeah, go on then, while, while I'm while I'm getting the All next right. one up.
2: Um, it was actually, and in fact I must confess, it wasn't me, it was my other half um, who had nipped down to our, our sort of local high street for coffee one morning, and I, I believe it had probably been Friday Night Lights at Scotston the night before, so it was a bit of, you know, emergency dressing. And uh, got down, ordered coffee, and uh, lo and behold, in walks Big Bad Bob. And uh, Ross was like, well, I, I'm not going to say hello, because that's, that's a bit weird and fanboy. I'll just sort of, like, you know, smile at him like a serial killer instead. And then he, he looked down and, and realised he was wearing a warrior's shirt um, and he had his warrior's bonnet on um, <laughs> and, and a warrior's wristband. And... Uh, he went into his pocket and pulled out his warrior's wallet. <laughs> <laughs> so he hurriedly paid for his coffee. Uh walked out and as he walked out, Rob actually pressed himself up against the wall to let himself get past, you know. So
0: it's clearly yeah,
2: like clearly that... Rob Rob now thinks that my other half is a is a mad stalker.
0: Is it like that? It's like that episode of Um I'm Alan Partridge where he goes to the guy's house. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just pictures of uh Pictures of Alan Partridge everywhere and a big Alan <laughs> Partridge tattoo on his tummy.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was like that. So actually, now if ever were at Scottston and, and and Rob's about um, Ross goes and, and hides behind the east stand.
0: <laughs> a <laughs> wise move. To get yeah. <laughs> um, Ian, we'll go to you then. Um, this is Jerome Garcès, who would Jerome Garcès says like to be stuck in a lift with?
3: Does it have to be a rugby player? No. No. Um, He's French, so I'll say Marion Cotillard.
0: No. Anybody else want to have a guess? Bruce, do you have a guess at this? Who Jerome Garcelles would like to be trapped in a lift with?
1: So my question was which Scottish rugby player, but Ian gets which person in the whole wide world? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know it's. I feel it's a wee bit unfair here. Uh, so with that, I'm going to go with <laughs> Nigel Owens.
0: No, Rona, do you have a go at this?
2: Uh, Angela Merkel.
0: No, sadly not. No, it was the singer Adele, and I only picked this because <laughs> he's because he follows it up with the most creepiest thing ever, but says so it would be interesting to have a private concert for her. So not only would he be trapped in a lift with Adele, he would then force her to sing for him.
3: And then he'd go deaf. Yeah. A set of pipes on her, it's a small space. Hi. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um I'll get yours up, Rona. <laughs> uh, your one is... I've got Rory Jackson for you. Let's get a Rory hey. Jackson. Um, good good Cartha, boy.
3: I'd better get Finn Russell at the end of this. but <laughs> <no>. <laughs>
0: Does Rurie Jackson have any phobias, and what are they?
2: Oh, I don't know. I I think a man who sports facial hair like that in public is pretty fearless. So, uh, but yeah, I, I reckon if it's a phobia that's got, it's it's you know it's a Tommy Seymour type phobia. So it's kind of a weird one. Uh,
0: I'm going to go with cotton wool. No, not cotton wool, Bruce. Are you driving, Ora? <laughs> 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 so enough, she jumped in the car. <laughs>
2: start... My phone uh, just started telling me about Cornwall. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why.
1: It's got to be what's the Gillette one with the four blades? That one. The Gillette Razor.
0: The, the four blade Gillette Razor. Yeah, <laughs> no, not that. Sadly, no. All oh, that is terrifying. Uh, Ian, um, uh,
3: there's going to be something bizarre. Uh, Velcro. No heights. Ah, oh, well, that's boring. I
0: know. I, know, that, what I think I'm, I'm, I'm mixing it up if a little it's bit. Such
3: an interesting moustache.
0: Yeah, but boring. Uh, well, not as... Does anybody know interesting? Does anybody know Tommy Seymour's phobia Chickens. 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 That's correct. Yes. Um, Bruce, back to you. This is your last one. Um, Let's have a look. We've got Sean Maitland for you. Do you know what um, Sean Maitland's nickname is? Sean Maitland's
1: nickname? Uh, He's from Canterbury, isn't he? Uh, Is this a Warrior's nickname or a Saracens nickname or just the name that he's got from
0: he said he, um, it caught on, he said, when he joined Glasgow, the Scotland boys caught on and started calling me that it. Ouija. Uh, no. Ian or Rona, either of you want to have a go at this? Because
2: he I likes actually,
3: guitar. Oh, sorry, on you.
2: Yeah, I, 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 well, no, I actually do know what this is because, um, yeah, I asked him about it once, so I'll not spoil it. <laughs> oh.
3: Well, do you to want say, to know? I was going to um, guess Slowhand, because he plays guitar.
0: No. Rona, do you want to see if yours is the same uh, as the answer in this? scux scux yes. Correct. Do yes. you know why? Uh,
2: no, I don't. I never got that far in the conversation, um, because some some wee fangirl went and whipped him away from me.
0: So oh, dear. It was in the
2: middle of a fascinating conversation.
0: Apparently, it's, it's a it kind of means the greatest, I think, in, in New Zealand. So he said it'd be really embarrassing if people in New Zealand found out that he gets called that.
2: <laughs> Is it? Yeah. And like, that's the thing as well. Is it definitely given to him? Or was it like, you know, that weird kid that you went to school with who like suddenly declared one day that we all had to call him like, you know, Jimmy the Rocket or something?
0: <laughs> like when go Someone Will goes, goes to a new school and tries to reinvent themselves.
2: Absolutely, yeah.
0: <laughs> um,
2: you walk, walk into the changing room and go I'm, I'm not going to do the voice by the way because I would offend any kids who are listening but you, you walk into the changing me. room and go right lads, scucks it is from now on
0: um, well, Ian
3: just, you've you, you've heard us before, you've heard our Ben Skeen impressions so I wouldn't worry about it it, <laughs> no, was, no. we've already done that
0: We've pretty much <laughs> we, we, we've, we've almost performed an entire sitcom on this podcast before of uh <laughs> Ben Skeen's Life. Um Ian, I'll go to you. What Xander Ferguson, what is Xander Ferguson's guilty pleasure?
3: Um is, is this multiple choice, can I ask the audience? Um rom coms.
0: Not rom coms. Bruce, you have a go at Xander Ferguson's guilty pleasure.
1: Uh, well, he's from up. He's a Strathy boy. He's a Strathmore boy. So it's got to be
0: a Bridey. No, Rona.
2: I I might just elaborate on on Bruce's answer there and suggest a Bridey in a roll.
0: Oof, <laughs> oof. The, that's the dream. Uh, sadly, not. It's it's uh, clotted cream scones. Um, if I play well that's what I want last year we went to Cornwall and that was very dangerous I'd have them twice a day and we were there for five days I came back a bit heavier (laughs) from from the summer tour Um,
3: is that him him fixing for a move to Exeter as well (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, Rona I'm going to give you uh, uh, I'm going to give you a good one for for the end Um, James Haskell
2: (laughs) okay me, me and James.
0: You and James. So um know, James. let's have a look. Um James Haskell. Um what did James Haskell said say was his hidden talent?
2: So what what isn't James Haskell? I mean, is it playing rugby by any chance? Um <laughs> whoops. Um I, I don't I don't think James James Haskell is not the sort of man to hide his light under a bushel.
0: No.
2: Um so, oh uh, God, what sort of talent would he hide?
0: It's not really a hidden talent, I'll say that much, because he's he's filmed himself doing it on, on on his YouTube channel, so I don't think it'd be hidden if you've actually filmed yourself doing it and then putting it on, on the internet.
2: Yeah, yeah. Can I kind of
0: um, press
3: the buzzer here if
2: she
0: gets it? You can or... get the buzzer, you can go, <laughs> Ian, if you're claiming it.
2: I, I'm, I'm going to say
0: cooking. Cooking, no. Ian, do you want to come in with a buzzer?
3: Well, see, that would have been my hidden guess,
1: but uh, I know he likes to show off with this DJing
0: it's not djing bruce do you want to come what? in and, a chance to steal here at the end of the I round think,
1: i think i do know this one i think he likes to think he's a country gent with a barber jacket and the hunter wellies does he not go shooting
0: oh it's close he loves driving diggers uh, oh all
2: right. Uh, all right okay no i wouldn't
0: i wouldn't have guessed that, wouldn't <laughs> have guessed that. no no um is that a talent I don't know if it is. I think any. I think technically anybody can drive who knows how to drive can also drive a digger. <laughs> I guess you've got to know how to yeah. use the shovel keep the shovel out of the way so you can see where you're going.
3: I'm sure that's more of a hobby than a talent. You've got to learn that. It's not yeah. a talent. You don't know, yeah. just go up, jump in a digger and be like there you go. Yeah.
0: I don't know. Right but to maybe, rugby world is not my maybe, problem. Maybe
2: <laughs> he drives them in, in sort of a Haskell style, which is sort of superior to your standard digger driving. I, I don't I am actually digging here. So. Yeah,
0: no. Who knows? But there we go. So let's let's move on. We're gonna do we've got a special round coming up next. So here we'll go and do this now. Um apparently that is a theme tune to Would I Lie to You. I've never actually watched Would I Lie To You um, so I've no idea if that's right or not. It's, it just goes to show how terrible modern theme tunes are. We've got a couple more. We've got at least one more classic coming up. Um, so what I've asked everybody to do is to prepare a story that is either a truth or a lie, and the others are going to have to try and guess. So I'm going to try and do this um, if I can the right way. So I'm going to I'm going to start with Ian, and Bruce is going to guess whether Ian's story is a truth or a lie. So Ian, do you want to tell us your 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 little tale?
3: I I actually have the board game, uh, the Would I Lie to You board game, so I'm I'm quite au fait with this. Um, So, Bruce, you need to uh, tell me if this is a true story or if I'm making this up. Uh, In 2012, well, 2011-2012, I was travelling in New Zealand and I worked in a bar. Uh, Unbeknownst to me, um, they had quite strict rules about serving people who were drunk. So, did I or did I not KB a young Bowdoin Barrett from drinking him by bar because he was too drunk.
1: Where was the bar?
3: It's on Cuba Street in Wellington.
1: And the bar's name was?
3: JJ Murphy's. It's an Irish bar. Um, it's right near the, there's a fountain feature on Cuba Street um, where Elijah Wood once admitted he jumped in the fountain and got in trouble but I found this out after I also jumped in the fountain.
0: Did you get in trouble
3: Ian? Uh No. No, it was like six o'clock in the morning. I'd been up all night. <laughs> <laughs> so nobody was around. I just walked back to my hotel room squelching. Uh, who
1: was he with?
3: Hurricanes? The um, to be boys. honest, to be honest, I wasn't sure. It was his breakthrough season for the Hurricanes because um, I only found out it was him afterwards when I spoke to one of the bouncers, who's was a big South African guy who loved his rugby. So he'd spoken to him uh, on his way out because he'd let him in. he checked his ID and let him in. But then I refused him service because he was too drunk. Um, Because I'm I'm the one that gets the fine. So I I said, no, mate, I can't serve you. Him and one other guy were too pissed. Um, I wasn't sure who he was at the time. But obviously I'd I'd heard his name. Um, But then it was later on I found out who it was that I'd I'd said, no, I'm not serving you because you're too drunk.
1: The only way this can be a lie is if it's not Bowden Barrett and it's somebody else. It's another player. So I'm going to say this is a truth.
0: A truth. Ian truth or lie?
3: It is actually a lie. Um, he was one of the, like, Wellington's quite a small place. We did get a few celebrities in. I met like Jerry Collins, um, Sylvester McCoy. I chatted to Sylvester McCoy a couple of times, but I've, I've made it up a bit more. than Barrett. He played for the
1: Hurricanes.
3: <laughs> Sylvester McCoy was an incredible hooker. He was a, uh, right, he was in film and the Hobbit at the time. I missed him. Orlando Bloom and Miranda in and I missed them. But the the handsome Paul Dark fella, he was in. I served him. But I, I never served Golden Barrett
0: nah. or
1: refused him service.
0: But you served Sylvester <laughs> McCoy, that, you served that, the that doctor. could
1: who. have been an absolute belter.
0: Okay, Ian, I'm giving you a point for that. So there are points if you trick the points both both ways with this, if you, if you manage to persuade the other person that is either a truth or a lie, um, and a point if you guess correctly. So, Ian, you've got a point for that. Um, Rona, can you tell Ian your story? And Ian's going to guess whether it's a truth or a lie.
2: Okay, so um, as, as, as my, uh, my, my twilight years approach and uh, every season is my last, um, I uh, two years ago, I travelled with uh, Cartha, QPRFC, my home club, uh, to the Mull Sevens, the, the world's most sociable sevens. And they, they are marvellous. Um, for the weekend, as I was captaining, um, when we stepped on for the first game, I took great exception to the ref, swore blindly at him, was carded and didn't play a single minute for the rest of the weekend. Truth <laughs> oh in oh,
3: what, um, what was it that had railed you about the ref? Or what? If it, you didn't play a single minute, what was it that you took umbrage with?
2: Uh, he was wearing coloured boots and you know how I feel about coloured boots. <laughs> <laughs> a
0: referee should never wear coloured boots. <laughs> no,
3: maybe, maybe he just went with his outfit better. Um, their outfit was it? Was it, Oh, you said him.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, oh, I, I, are we getting into pronouns now? <laughs> uh, well,
3: you're not. you know, you, you've assumed his gender.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, how many matches were in this, or how many matches were you scheduled to play? Five. Five, and you didn't play a single
2: minute.
3: No. What years? It's two years ago, did you say this was?
2: Two. Two years. That,
3: yeah. <laughs> See, I don't know, you don't strike me as the kind of person who would openly admit <laughs> to a referee. You, you seem to have more sense than that. But, you know, once you cross that white line, you know, people, <laughs> people get the white line fever. i I'm going to say it's true.
0: Rona, is that true?
2: Well, I, I, I was a bit sneaky here because... On a technicality, it was actually the second game of the round. So, oh. um, I, I did. I did manage to get through the first game before then um, abusing the ref and, and being carded and sent off for the rest of the tournament. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know. I need need. I need an adjudicator's decision. On the one hand, I don't really want you to verbally abuse me if I go against you here, Rona. <laughs> <laughs> on 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 the other hand, Ian did kind of guess. I'm going to give. Do you know, I'm going to give the give point. I'm giving that yeah, to Ian because we cannot condone abuse of of referees on this podcast. <laughs> I I I,
2: I unless it's a TMO day. Yeah, unless it's Ben Skeen. Yeah, that's
0: that's <laughs> the and he's retired now, so it's fine.
3: He's gone
0: now. Yeah. Okay, so that's the I, point. I
2: think you just you just upset Ben, and that's he's just gone. Like, I'm I'm not going to do the voice, but he's just yeah, he's just giving I, up. I wish I had, had that much more.
0: <laughs> right then, Bruce, it's your turn to tell your your story to Rona, and Rona's got to guess if this is a truth or a lie.
1: When I lived in Hong Kong, my mate, who is now the CEO of the robinian Robbie McRobbie, was very kind to me and used to give me jobs to do, pretty much so that I got into the sevens for nothing. And one year we had a special guest and Robbie asked if I would be his security for his journey from the front gate along to the union box on the halfway line and just make sure that he wasn't bothered. And the guest (laughs) of honour at Hong Kong Sevens that year was John O'Lomu. So I was John O'Lomu's muscle. What year
2: did you say this was?
1: This was 2004. I left Hong Kong
0: in 2005. Was that linked to the fact that you left in 2005,
1: Bruce? I, I couldn't possibly comment, Cammy.
2: <laughs> now, so I, I don't know why, but that that sounds sounds weirdly credible. Um, and I, I quite yeah, like the idea of sound
1: weirdly credible. <laughs>
2: I, I and more than anything else, I quite like the idea of just like watching you part uh, a sort of a sea of rugby fans with, with Jonah Lomu kind of like ambling along behind you in a in a good well, going going in a zigzag, obviously. He would have been a nightmare to get to walk right behind you, wouldn't he? Um I'm I'm gonna say that's true.
0: True, Bruce. Is that a truth or a lie? That is one hundred
1: percent true. I was John O'Lomew's muscle. And I was utterly terrible at it. And he signed every autograph. He (laughs) took every picture because his muscle was smaller than a knot in a midge's
0: penis.
2: (laughs) Oh, that's glorious. That's absolutely
0: glorious. I have got, I'm going to give you, for a bonus point... This is my would I like to? You. You've got it's, um, whoever jumps in with the first answer here. I have done security at university for a lot of bands, and but I didn't do security for one of these bands. I didn't. I didn't personally. I personally escorted two of these, but not the other. So you've got Ian Brown, Goldie, or Supergrass. So which one of those have I not personally escorted as part Goldie. of the security detail? Bruce said Goldie. Rona?
2: Uh, I'm, going,
0: I'm, going, I'm going to Supergrass. You're going to Supergrass. That's handy, isn't it? Yeah. I have been personal. Well, I say personal security. I escorted Ian Brown around the building. I have escorted Goldie to get his payment in cash. Um, I haven't escorted Supergrass, although I did have to direct them to the stage. I was working security elsewhere, and they, they uh, turned up at their guitar on the balcony level instead of the stage level it's full on spinal <laughs> tap yeah um, <laughs> so at the end of that round then um, who, who who guessed that right Supergrass you you guessed that right that was didn't you Rona so that was me. we have Bruce is on seven Ian also on seven and Rona is now on eight so it's getting very tight as we head into the last round which is this Yes, blankety blank. I thought I'd save the best till last. Um,
3: See, I was really hoping for a crucial countdown, Conundrum. You'd, like, messages, <laughs> <laughs> Your name all messed up. Type it back as quick as possible. I've kind
0: of had to think really hard on what works on a podcast.
3: <laughs> and you've done a fantastic job. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, classic blankety blank here. I've got uh, one, two, three, I've got four different statements and... This is, this is open round, so I'm going to come to you all for each one to fill in the blank, as in classic blankety-blank style. So I'll read the statement out, and you have to tell me what word. I've already decided what word should go in the blank, but you have to tell me what I've got on my my imaginary card in front of me. So your first, your first little uh, statement or blankety-blank is, Hamish Watson loves turnovers so much that he's opened up a blank. Hamish Watson loves turnovers so much that he's opened up a blank. Bruce, I'll come to you first. Bakery. Ian? Spreadsheet. (laughs) That seems oddly specific, Rona.
2: Um, Is it it too similar to to Bruce's answer to say branch
0: of Greg's? You're allowed to have the same answers for blankety-blank. Oh, I'll I should have that. said that.
3: I was also going for the slightly comedy moment. I know Rona loves the spreadsheets, so, you know.
0: <laughs> so you're going for bakery too then, Rona? Yeah,
2: I'll go for bakery as
0: well. It was easy. I went for bakery first of all. So, so point each to Rona and Bruce. Um, your next, what did he call? I can't remember what Les Dawson called them, blanks or blankety blanks. Anyway, the next one is Finn Russell and Ali Price miss each other. Every night they speak over Skype whilst showing each other their blanks. So that's Finn Russell and Ali Price miss each other. Every night they speak over Skype while showing each other their blanks. So, Ian, I'll start with you this time. What are you going to go with?
3: Um, Fortnite avatar.
0: Okay, Rona. Um,
2: boxes of
0: Haribo. Okay, Bruce.
1: Signed pictures of Stuart Hogg.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Rona, you are very cool. I'm going to give you a point for that. I had Haribo collections, but a box of Haribo, I think, constitutes a collection. Um, Your next one, then. Al Kellogg is so hard that he doesn't need a nutcracker. He just opens them with his blank. Rona, Al Kellogg is so hard he doesn't need a nutcracker. He just opens them with his blank. Thighs. Thighs. Very good, Bruce.
3: Glassy stare.
0: Okay, Ian.
3: <laughs> I was considering glassy stare, but I'm going to go with booming voice.
0: Oh, Bruce is correct. I had I had downstairs, so ah, Bruce gets a point.
1: Damn.
0: Your final don't one. So I feel like a
1: Glasgow Warriors happening here, Cammy.
0: I did insult Glasgow at the start. To be fair, <laughs> and all your height ones were, were were Ember players, apart from John Jeffrey. I do try to get balance in there. I think it's just, I think people hear <laughs> the bias that they want to hear within this podcast.
3: Yeah. Remember, I'm a Watsonians fan, Cammy.
0: Of course, yes. <laughs> I forget you accused of that in the offside line comment section. Yeah.
2: <laughs> are, are, are you still getting pelters on Twitter for that?
3: Oh no, I got peppers on Twitter for the Johnny Sexton thing. I deleted that a couple of days later. Why? That's- um, yeah. because I just kept on getting abuse. <laughs> so you have 400 notifications. Oh, there's 300 <laughs> Irish people to shoot me. Excellent. <laughs>
0: um, this is your last one. It's very close between two people here. So this, this, we could end up in a tie. We'll say this to add to the tension. We could end up in a tiebreaker situation. However. Before we go into the last one, I did promise that I would have some banter just to appease my mother, who thinks I'm ridiculous for thinking it's stupid in game shows. So, um, Bruce and Rona, we ask everybody the same question when they first come on the podcast. I haven't asked it yet. I was saving it for later on. Um, I'll start with you, Bruce. What club socks would you wear if you played for the Barbarians?
1: Stow amateur football
0: team. is Is that an amateur football team as in... Kind of a proper old school rugby or are we talking association football
1: association me me and doddy we are both played for Stowe. doddy played in goals not not the same time she's a bit older than me um I, I think I've played for so many clubs i would I would probably have to wear i would have to wear a gala one and uh I think I would probably wear my Hong kong club ko kowloon. kowloon sock and a gala sock.
0: Very good one each is a classic choice. Uh, Rona, what what are you going for your club socks if you were selected for the Barbarians?
2: Um well I think and again as I say, you know, I, I keep saying every every season's my last, allegedly. <laughs> um so I'm I'm going to go for first and last. So that'll be um University of Aberdeen, ladies RFC, as it was back then. And Cartha.
0: Very good, another another classic uh, double legged choice, uh, Ian. I feel like I should ask you a question. This is a yes or no uh, question. Do you have any hobbies? Uh, yes. Thank you, Ian. <laughs> okay, last one. Told I you to ask. I, I don't know. She, I just hate. I hate quiz show banter. We had a discussion about this at Christmas. She listens to the podcast. <laughs> so I'll be getting a message tomorrow when she tunes in. She's got. She's got let's nothing see, to do. They've closed the golf clubs now.
3: See what I don't like is it's on your like pop idols and your master chefs when you always have to hear the sob story about the the journey of the contestant. Well, I've yeah. got plenty of
1: those. I can give you my sob story.
0: Go on then, Bruce.
1: Well, I'm a, I was born and raised in Stow. And, uh, well, I think that's it. Yeah, you're born and raised <laughs> in Stow. <laughs> <laughs> Hib season ticket holder. It, it doesn't. It doesn't get much harder than that. No.
0: That's true. That's true. I should. I could have got some uh, Coldplay playing underneath that. <laughs> I might do. I might well go back in and get some Coldplay playing underneath uh, that just to always, kind of uh, add to the emotion.
3: It's always Reichsop, Up, isn't it? It's always that Reichsop Up song.
0: Is that what they remember. use now? I used I don't know. I haven't watched the talent show yeah. for a while. Used to be. It
3: used to be our, uh, Massive Attack, uh, Teardrop That was. That's always your documentary classic. It's like, oh, here's a, 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 a sombre moment
2: when you're staring into the middle distance.
0: Yes, I'm more just thinking about like when they ask people about the hobbies on Pointless, and I always feel embarrassed when they've got like really mundane hobbies. I've got nothing much interesting to say.
3: So I'm into BDSM.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nobody ever says that, do they? No. no. Thank you for (laughs) abbreviating that as well, Ian, because that means I don't have to cut that out of the podcast.
1: You're gonna have to explain that to me
0: later. (laughs) (laughs) Google it. uh, (laughs) Don't. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Nobody Google that. No,
2: no, no not from your no. work laptop anyway.
0: No, no. And and, and sort. I was going to say work everyone... laptop. I'm a PE teacher, I've got a whistle. <laughs> <laughs> I think you can use whistles in it. Ian might. Ian will tell you later. Um we'll go for the last one then. So this is the tie break. Um this is I this is non rugby. This is a football chant. From back when I used to be a Berwick Rangers casual at the age of twelve. So you'd fill in the blank with this. We are Berwick, super berwick, no one likes us, we don't care. We hate blank, the Irish fatherless children. So please don't take my Berwick away. So I'll give you that again. We are Berwick, super Berwick, no one likes us, we don't care. We hate blank. The Irish, fatherless children. Uh, so please don't take my beric away. Bruce, can you fill in the blank in that chant?
1: No. <laughs> um, Celtic.
0: Celtic, okay. Um Ian?
1: I'm not
3: saying that because I'll get stabbed around the streets around here if I say that. I, <laughs> I just
0: know anybody around your way listens to this podcast, Ian.
3: Indeed. Uh, what are you trying to say about where I live? Um <laughs> Jesus, I mean, I've What with me, with Johnny Sexton, we just like try to offend as many nations as possible. <laughs> uh, we well, you're you're twelve, and you're a bit the same age as me, so. Ulster, Rona, do you have
2: a go at the blank? Um, well, my I I must confess that that my my football knowledge and and particularly the, that of the amateur leagues is. is Slim to nil, so I'm going to suggest Bono.
0: No, it was Stranra. Ah, Ra of course, right. got ferry the ferry. There. Got the ferry. Indeed. Aye. So because it's a ferry port, they're <laughs> why Irish. If,
1: why have Berwick got beef with Stranra?
0: Because technically, it's a local derby because we were both in the same TV region.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't think anybody had a beef with Stranra.
0: I know it's a long distance. It's a long distance, Bruce. On the uh, on the bus, you've got a long time to kind of get you know get riled up,
1: and then a long time to calm down by the time you get home.
0: Yeah, exactly. My uh, my channel.
2: father was a my my father was a, a a very good shinty player in his youth, and uh, he was from Bewley. and um, the the local rivalry was uh, was with Kenusi. And, uh, and until the day he died, my father couldn't, like, you know, mention, hear any mention of Kingusi or somebody from King Usy without this, this expression of just sheer disgust passing over his face. Yeah. <laughs> these these feelings run deep.
0: That's how I feel any time I drive past Annick or Duns. <laughs> Uh Apologies to people in Annick, but not people in Dunn's. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> The final scores then. Um, I know we've got listeners and duns because I once um, changed the title of a podcast to say BRFC for life because we've got listener and duns and it came up on his <laughs> dashboard in his car. <laughs> um, anyway, so the final scores. Are you ready for this? Very tense. Um, in last place oh. is Ian with seven. Yeah,
3: I've Alan Davis this uh, the last round. See, I was going for, uh, I think I tried to play it more like pointless and go for the, uh, the sphere answer. Whereas you you went for the obvious ones,
0: Cami. I you're did
3: always, like dull.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I because I've literally thrown this together today on my phone. <laughs> I had grand pla- I had grand plans for this until bloody. the lockdown. Those bloody kids. Uh, so there's one point in this with nine points is Bruce, but with a huge ten points, it's Rona. Rona's the winner of our first no! ever. Podcast Game of Game shows.
3: Uh, me applauding. Hang on.
2: Uh, I feel I feel as though I've done something productive with my day now, as opposed to go feral in pajamas. You know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh thank you thank you, Bruce. Thank you, Rona, for joining us. Thank, thank you, you for having me. Thank you very much for having
1: me. That's filled in a bit of time, saved me watching Coronation Street. I like
0: that. Good <laughs> postpone it, kind of you can watch that, you can have a, get on catch up, Bruce stretch nah, it over
1: the I week <laughs> you've kept me off social media for about an hour though so that's impressive oh well that's good <laughs> you, you actually haven't, while well, Rhoda was talking before and, and Ian was guessing I was I was on social media, I'm lying to you
0: you weren't oh. googling the answers <laughs> were you? no,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm not fast enough oh. at typing, I was just hitting like a lot on Twitter <laughs> <laughs>
0: more likes than you got points Bruce <laughs>
3: Ouch. <laughs> I, I actually want a full inquest. Uh I've not cheated on my phone at all. I wanna hear back this recording, I wanna hear if someone was coughing during uh, any answers that were being given by my, contest, my opponents.
0: I think if if anyone was, was okay, co-
1: we're in isolation, <laughs> I think
3: be fine. I was gonna
0: say if anyone was coughing Ian then they'd have bigger Probably worries than <laughs> if anyone's coughing they'll have bigger <laughs> worries than whether or not they're cheating on this quiz. Um true. That's That's it from this episode. We're going to um, try and put out some regular podcasts um, weekly if we can, uh, time allowing. Um, We've got one's planned to look back at the 1990 Grand Slam. We're going to do a best combined 15 of Calcutta Cup winning Scotland sides since uh, 1990. And we're also going to have an episode looking exclusively and at uh, Darcy Graham's dad's episode of Gladiators, mainly uh, so that we can talk about Jet from Gladiators a lot. Um, and we make no apologies yeah. about that whatsoever. Maybe maybe that we should get. That was
1: a Saturday night. That was a Saturday night.
0: Exactly. I'm 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 going to try and dig out some TV listings from back in the day as well if I can. Gladiators after your tea. Like oh, those were the, days. Those were the
1: uh, and days. that was that was the days after you came home to
0: the 18. I never came home to the 18 was always on. I thought about three in the afternoon. To my mind, oh,
1: you're wrong, man. You're wrong. Got home for Easter Road, and the 18 was on, it was perfect.
0: I always remember 18, three o'clock afternoon, kind of airwolf style time. In
1: 1972, a crack commando unit was sent to prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from the military stockade to the Los Angeles underground. Today, still wanted by their government, they survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the 18. <laughs> the
0: thing is though, like you're saying that about what 1972 so that so that's 47 years ago now well 48 years ago now even so so what i mean i mean if they're still on the lamb now they were in the 70s at best well, George Mr. T's still got it,
1: though.
0: he has very true he does still have it um that's it from us this week. Uh, we will uh, ho- he- um, keep an eye on Twitter at Cammie Black and at Scott Rugby Blog for news of our next podcast. We are putting stuff up on the blog. We've always got a review of Tom English's The Grudge, uh, That's going uh, the revised version that's going up at some point. We're also going to re-release our interview we did with Tom English on that as well as a separate podcast for anyone that missed it. Uh, but for the moment, it is goodbye from me and goodbye from Bruce, Ian and Rona.
2: Awuga. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.